Mm, yeah. Yeah. What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Chris, aka SSJ Blackrod, aka Mr. Muckluck, aka the Great One, here with the season finale. Whoop 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 whoop. Yay. We are here, <laughs> and after 15, 15 episodes, 15 weeks, what? we decided to uh, take a quick break, get our bearings going, reset the color and everything, but uh, y'all stay tuned, stay tuned for season two. But before we even get to season two, let's finish season one first. <laughs> we got Jade in the building. Jade, what's good? Hey, hey, everything, everything is find me on instagram at jade is confused um underscores in between all the words um if you didn't know that look at the past 14 episodes oh. um <laughs> okay. uh and you can find me at jade cooley literally anywhere else all right. sometimes i'm not on twitter though because i get in trouble a lot yep i was gonna say that that ongoing saga of yeah, jade well, and twitter you know for racist people they're if offended very easily <laughs> <laughs> isn't that wild mm. morgan what's good my car's still broke. <laughs> I'm finna just set up a GoFundMe or at OnlyFans or both. Speaking of OnlyFans, me too, bitch. Mm. But continue. So follow me and Velvet on OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> um, no, but um, follow me on Instagram at HeyMo0222. I'm not going to make an OnlyFans. Not yet. yet. Technically, I've already made an OnlyFans. <laughs> I just haven't linked everything yet because I'm nervous. Uh, let me know if I should do it. <laughs> I probably will. Let us know in the comments what kind of content yes. Velvet should post on her OnlyFans. Be on the lookout because it's going to happen, and I'm going to send that link sooner or later. Uh, until then, <laughs> follow me on Instagram, Velvet Isabel X, V-E-L-V-E-T-I-S-A-B-E-L-X. All right, but listen, we also have a special guest. Velvet, who we got in right now? Today, we got my bestest friend, Dakari, also known as Kari. <sighs> <laughs> and I saved the best for last in my honest opinion i'm sorry to all the guests who are watching this but it is what it is i'm sorry love y'all but i also well, love you too so hey y'all i'm kari you guys can follow me on instagram at off kari it's O-F-K-A-R-A-I. <laughs> it's up or off or off. Whatever. Oh. Yeah, it's oh. off for of Hands Made Tell. That's oh. the if you guys ever watch Hands Made Tell, that's oh why God. it's off. Oh. That's oh. why it's oh. off Kari because I love Hands Made Tell. That's why it's off Kari because I belong to myself. I always okay. just read it as of Kari. So. <laughs> Literally, they're like that makes so much more sense. <laughs> so yeah. So so you watching the videos at the bottom of the screen? You're listening? <laughs> all, you know on spotify apple podcast it's in the description yeah and then um, also what else do you do oh and you guys can follow my cosmetics slash skin skincare page now right. at kariko skin on instagram as well very excited for what we have in the works you guys can yes. also subscribe to the emails list and the link in the bio on the page good stuff so yeah we're, <laughs> we're definitely going to talk some more about that in the main topic so y'all stay tuned uh, but of course, let's you know get this out of the way, y'all. Listen, we're gonna be on. Uh, we are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. All that's in the description. Uh, we are, you know, season finale. We are taking a quick break, uh, just to 
work on some production stuff. Like you're gonna like some things are gonna be a little different. Some things are gonna be a little different, but you're gonna appreciate the changes. And uh, also, just the you know, it's it's, it's the fall. Just a sort of like change of seasons. It's fall, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> but definitely follow us on those. We're still gonna be continuing the conversations on social media. We'd love to hear from you. You know, you, you, you talk to us in, in real life. You talk to us in, in like, our DMs. No, let's, let's build the community. Let's build a community. Let's talk in, the, talk in the comments. I want my friends to meet Morgans, Jades, Velvets, Kari's, all of our friends. Let's build yeah, this community. That's what it's all it. about. Get into it. So um, before we get into anything, y'all, we got some shit to talk about. God damn, we have some shit to talk about. So, um, yeah, we talked about this. I mean, if, I feel we've talked about this uh, a lot yeah. uh, during season one. Um, you know, there's a shooting of Breonna Taylor, and we're going to talk about the outcome. So, we're let's talk about how you know she, you know, she did get her family did get a settlement, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, the family would rather Breonna be here. Yeah. Than the settlement. Yeah. So let's just off rip say that. Uh, so the settlement is good. The settlement is all right. They got something out of it. But the true justice of the whole situation didn't come through. It's like a slap in the face. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we all got more justice than yes. Yana Taylor. Here's, here's your money. Sorry, your daughter's dead. I will say when I got the news, though, I was... Like, I literally had a mental breakdown. Um, I actually, like, took, like, a break from social media, like, Mm -hmm. a couple of weeks ago from, like, everything that was going on, you know, being black in America right now. And um, the day, that day that I saw that, that was the first time I ever just, like, broke down into tears. That was the first time out of my 22 years of life saying that being black is hard. I felt like being black was difficult that day because of what happened. There's definitely, so. there's definitely a point being black where once you, uh, and being black, being a minority, being a person of color, you, you find out that life is hard. Yeah. Like life, like our life, we're, we're playing life on hard mode. A lot of people may be living on a normal mode. Some people yeah. live on easy mode, but we're, we, we just, our as difficulty cap is, minorities? yeah, it's up there. Jesus. So, you know, you think that, uh, because of that, we'd have each other's backs. Um, you know, we'll talk about, let's talk about the, uh, I guess the, was it the captain, police captain, police, whoever that, um, was over the judgment of it. He was black man of color. The attorney general. The attorney general. Oh, and yeah. Mr. Cameron. And it's wild that. Does he date Mitch McConnell's niece or Mitch McConnell's daughter or something like that? I don't. I, I don't follow. Mis- I don't follow that. But like, it's it's weird that when if you go back and you look at uh, him, like give the verdict and him talk about it at the press conference for the longest for like over 180 days, it seems like uh, over 200, almost 200 days, we have been saying, "Say her name, Brianna Taylor. Let's not let her name be forgotten, Brianna Taylor." Not once was her name said in this briefing. Mm-mm. Not even during the, the case. The indictment they, itself yeah. does not bring up Breonna Taylor, but it brings up a wall of four foot. That's where that's what kills that me. That has holes in it from gunshot wounds. Not a daughter of five foot. 
who has holes from gunshot wounds. That's also disgusting to me. Like, how do you sleep with yourself at night? And then they and it's called like a, a, a wonton what is endangerment. Wonton, wonton endangerment. Yeah. So is it crazy that? It wasn't just that wall. It wasn't just that apartment that was shot up. They He's were also a felony charge for that. Just for no. For but the apartment no, surrounding. No, so the yeah. apartment, apartment surrounding, but it's the white family. Yeah, yeah. There he were also other. There were also house. other black families that had uh, bullets gone th- uh, put through their apartment. Not not mentioned. Not once. <sighs> I mean, literally at this point, when people are like arguing with me on social media about like police brutality or anything about that it just you cannot make it any more clear than this case Mm -hmm. you cannot make it any more clear at this point if you are still back the blue fuck you and your mama like because that's just that that's disgusting and and you know what's annoying about this is that the whole um reason why with the whole back to blue shit and the whole reason why her boyfriend ended up getting arrested is because supposedly he had ended up shooting a uh one of the cops i think his name was mm-hmm. i don't know remember what the fuck his name is Good. but i remember that thankfully they let him out because he didn't have shit to do with that also a few days ago of uh, it was a little bit after like a day or two after um the whole indictment or whatever there was literal proof that the gunshot wound that this police officer sustained was from friendly fire. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So the boyfriend had the bo- what's annoying to me is that when I see like social media posts talking about this and then the comments under like, well, her boyfriend shouldn't have shot at the cops. He should have been a uh, he, he should have got changed. They were saying that they actually did knock and announce themselves. There was witnesses saying like now they're saying that. Now they're saying that. From cooking, that's what people are using for the initial reports. The initial reports said that there was no one injured. Yeah, that yeah, exactly. There's in that report. They literally said that Brianna Taylor was fine. She What I want to know is why do you have video footage from the body cam? of you assisting the officer that you claimed that her boyfriend had shot, which, by the way, you can defend some white people staying outside of a law firm waving around guns at a protest, but you can't defend somebody defending their own fucking home. I'm, All right, I like that. I want to see the part um, where they had her sitting there. Well, that's the thing. Like they, um, they have the video of that officer leaned up against a car from the body cam footage, but you don't have the body cam footage of you killing Breonna Taylor. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. They don't have any body cam footage for that, but you got it of an officer laying on the ground. They probably took him off. And not only that, but from what I was reading is that the body cam footage that they do have um, shows them, uh, a lot of the police officers breaking their own code of conduct that they have. So whenever, like, um, I'm this is a little bit spotty because I was really annoyed when I was reading this. So if I recall correctly, it was that... Um, after SWAT came in and did what they did, um, they were basically supposed to like leave the apartment and then just not go back inside. But the officer who got shot, he went back in, and then another officer went back in, and they were just going basically in, back in and out. So a lot of this shit is absolutely fucking botched. They, like it, they it's also a they also mess. told the ambulance to go away. They sent away the ambulance because they said Brianna Taylor was alive after she got shot. No, but no, but even before the whole incident happened, and the amp, like if you know shit's about to go down, like the ambulance is supposed to be there to be like, all right, something's yeah. gonna happen. We're gonna have to take care of somebody. They were told to leave. What the fuck? So wow. you know this this just shows that you know uh, 
black America, like we still have to keep, even when we have our heads on the swivel, we still, it's still not enough. We still have a system that is built against us. And I, I don't know. I, I say this in jest, but if this happens, y'all let's put our money together and build our own Wakanda. <laughs> Honestly, at this point, because oh well, actually, speaking of that, did you guys see that there was like a group of it was a yes, group of black people who acres? bought? They, no, I thought it was, it was ninety acres. It they bought like, ninety yeah, acres 90. to build a town. Yeah, yeah. yeah I saw that. in so, Georgia, was it in Georgia? It's in Georgia. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. in Georgia to so, build a town. So you know, I mean, steps. You know, in, I'm, thank you for bringing that up because steps are being made to like at least like let's build a town. Yeah, let's you know let's. Let's bring back Black Wall Street. Let's like let's have these cities rise up and just like let's flourish right yeah. now. Like, because right now nobody's protecting people of color and yeah. black people especially right now. And so at this rate, the only thing you can do is protect yourselves because I mean, people complain about how, like, oh, well, if these thugs break into my house, I'm shooting them on site. But then it happens, and then it's his fault for because everything that happened. Yeah. So these people are bootlickers. Uh, people were literally like, oh, well, he should have waited until they announced, or till they, till he knew who it was. What? So yes, so yes, because somebody yeah. breaking into your house is going to give you, hi, my name is, uh, <laughs> let me give you my full government name and my social security number. Hey, I'm, right. hey I'm Michael. I'm going to rob you. What reason? Yeah. Even where the house or apartment was. <laughs> Michael, I'm going to rob you now. If the police were at my house at that time of night, and I didn't know who was at my house. What do you think was going to happen? Exactly. exactly. And no one said anything. No one, like. It was a no-knock yeah. warrant. I don't know where they got this story that they did knock and announce themselves, but it was a no-knock fucking warrant. Well, and the thing is, they're literally switching up the story every fucking time. Not too long ago, a few weeks ago, they were trying to get her ex-boyfriend who's in jail. They were trying to get her, um, him to basically say that, Oh, she was uh, drug dealing or whatever with me. Basically, trying to like make her look like a bad. They person. didn't even there's find so anything much, in their house. Listen, so there's so much they didn't information. Find shit in their house. There's a lot of inf- misinformation, and like that also goes into like the like the older generation. Like I, I've like maybe like a couple times talked about like just the situation with my parents or my mother specifically, and the like the stories that she like goes off of like off of YouTube, off of like Facebook. A lot of these are like these like wild washed like the explanations, the conspiracy theories, bullshit. So, Ugh. you know, I once again, y'all, we have these smartphones, we have cameras, like record everything, like yes. anything's going down, pull your phones out, record it. Uh, we 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 just have to stay strong. We have to stay strong in this situation. This won't be the last, unfortunately, but um, we just have to stay strong and just do better. Um, Shout out to like Morgan. Shout out to people like you that are allies. Uh, like, thank you. Everything, everything that y'all do. Anytime, like you guys are in the comments, uh, um, defending and like just going after these racists. Uh, same thing with you, Jaden. Hell yeah, Jaden. <laughs> like, Jaden, yeah. 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 getting, getting banned Jade, on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I made four <laughs> in the past couple months. So yeah, shout out to the allies. Like, I I definitely appreciate you, and I feel like in times like this. Like we we don't you don't hear it a lot, but we do appreciate it. Yeah. Well, the thing yeah. is, it's a it's a system that, even though I'm like not fully white, it's a system that my ancestors built. So I feel a personal responsibility to dismantle that system. Um, but ultimately, like, what reason do you have to want to be a cop besides like fulfilling some like modern warfare Call of Duty <laughs> fantasies, <laughs> like? 
playing hero, some bullshit like that. Like, go get a fucking Xbox and stay at home, please. Do the yeah. world a favor. Yep. So, uh, we, you know, anytime like things like this happens, we're going to discuss it. Um, and I love that we have a platform that we can discuss it. So, yeah. in the comments, y'all, we want to hear from you. Um, that's just, you know, let's just talk about it. Let's lift each other up. At this point, it is what it is. Uh, but let's lift each other up. Also, y'all, vote. Vote locally. Vote. Figure out who you're voting in. Uh, because if we have the right person in the right uh, job, things would have been a little different. Yeah. So, <laughs> let's well, go ahead. Yeah. So, let's jump More into suspects. our icebreaker of the episode. And, this, mm. and this, listen, and this is... I'm, I'm excited. excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited because this this is the season finale. I wanted this to be like a little spicy, a little lighthearted, a little lighthearted. <laughs> uh, let's talk about dad bods versus six packs and boobs versus ass. Like the the, the good old versus debate. <laughs> so let, I'm gonna open up the floor and let's let's. I want to hear y'all talk about dad bods versus six packs. Morgan. Morgan's ready. <laughs> Morgan. Well, um, I have an answer for both because okay. I like both. Okay. I is bisexual. <laughs> um, um, so definitely butts because, come on, y'all, booty. I, Period. Breast, breasts aren't sexual to me. That's just me. I mean, a nice pair of titties is cool, but, I mean, I have a friend that has fake boobs, and they're pretty nice, but I'm an ass, ass woman. Um, and I'm going to go with I'm gonna go with dad bod. Hey, yeah. when, when it's coming up, yo, yeah. our, our stock is rising right yeah. now. Because here's my thing. If you have, like, like muscular arms, that's all I need. If you can pick me up, it's cool if you got a belly. Oh. That just means you're going to be more snuggly. As long as you can pick my ass up. <laughs> okay, I'm done. All right. Um, Velvet? Me. All right, bet. Definitely an ass person because I promise you before I even thought – I was any type of like not straight. I promise you, all I did was look at ass. All I did was look at That's ass. That's the first thing I noticed. Is, it's like, like y'all. When I the other day I was at the mall, right? And I li- <laughs> there's this girl. Oh my god, she was fucking beautiful, gorgeous. And I literally go like this, and then but it's funny because I literally <laughs> saw some like three other guys doing that. I'm like, oh, what pigs? But me laughing, like, doing the same shit. Anyways, I'm an ass person. As far as um, I'm a pig all day. <laughs> Sorry, guys. As far as dad bods versus six packs. When I was younger, when I was younger, I was all for six packs. I was like, oh yes, I love a good six pack. And like when I would like hang up posters and like on my MySpace and shit like that, abs <laughs> everywhere. But realistically, growing up and you know getting into cuddling and shit, give me a dad bod. I love rubbing on a good stomach i love it i'm here for it all day that's fluffy that boys are the best cuddlers y'all uh, and the best honestly. huggers <laughs> the best <laughs> we are the best chris you do give great hugs thank you i take pride i take pride in my hugs i really do <laughs> put, put a lot into it Corey, what you what you got okay, me. um i'm definitely a dad bod person as well um Dad bods to me, I just I don't know. I'm really attracted to dad bods, 
But six packs are fine too. But if I see a six pack, I'm automatically gonna think like, oh, okay, like this person's kind of high maintenance and they kind of <laughs> care. They kind of <laughs> care about themselves, yes. and it kind of. Like, I don't want to say it's, like, a turnoff, but I just know what to, like, expect with someone from kind of, a six-pack. Kind of like intimidating. Yeah, like, it's like a little... Like, you feel like you got to be in the gym with It's them. a little intimidating, <laughs> like, oh, but it's damn, also, no, like... Out now. It's also, like, when I see, like, a dad bod, I'm just like, oh, like, they don't give a shit. And, like, I just... I don't know. It's a dad bod for me, always. <laughs> oh, and um, if they have a hairy chest. Uh. Okay. Okay. um, (laughs) No, but that's that's totally fine too. But (laughs) that's totally fine. But what I will, but what I will say, dad bods are totally fine. Any type of body is fine. A natural body is fine. Uh, I love skinny boys too. Let's be real. Yeah, because we know about the skinny boys. But anywho, um, (laughs) why is that true? (laughs) Anywho. Um, also, uh, Why? this is like, probably like, what do you mean? An, an <laughs> ass person. They got big all, all the skinny boys got big dick. I'm an ass person <laughs> as well. Um, Wait. I just, I just look at everyone's <laughs> butt. Honestly. Well, all the time. I mean, given my history, I just kind of look at everyone's butt, <laughs> but <laughs> all butts are beautiful as well. I don't know. I feel like when I see your butt, it just kind of like tells me. About your personality. <laughs> you know, I really, like, I literally, like, study people's butt sometimes. I'm like, you care about yourself. But okay. if somebody disagrees with what I said, it's because they booty sheets is glued together right now. Oh, so. my God. Hit them squats. <laughs> Their period challenge and says you use dial soap to take a bath. <laughs> Jade. Jade. <laughs> Jade, what, what you got on this? Um... Well, I don't really, I want to be left alone. I don't no, want any no. of them. But if I have to have somebody around. Um, <laughs> We're just talking about bodies. Yeah, I know. That's the problem. You ain't got to love um, them. Wow. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well. Uh, I'm going to have to, like, it's not like I've dated, most of the guys I've dated have dad bods. But, like, that's just because it doesn't matter to me. But, um, honestly, a six-pack. Like, I like somebody who's, like. I mean, I, don't, I just like fit guys. I just do. Um, they're, I mean, it's not that they're like more attractive, but like, y'all, there's just something about it. Like, there's some of my exes who were just like, I would be in the middle of a sentence and then they're like getting dressed and then I'm like, I forgot what the fuck I was talking <laughs> about. And I was just like, one, two, three, four, five. Yep. That's how they get you. Yeah, ain't it? Fucking It's bullshit. the V. The little V-line I see. Oh, that's sweet what me baby Jesus. The V-line. I've been really hormonal lately, and it's making me like boys, and it pisses me off. Um, oh but boobs, boobs over ass. But why really? are we not? Yeah. Yes. I, like, tits are awesome. Tits are Boobies? The, yes, tits are fucking great, dude. Oh, I guess because I have small um, titties. I like anime titties bias. better than regular titties, though. <laughs> At JoJo. JoJo, if you're watching Jojo. this, if you're watching this, we know what you mean by anime titties, yes, and we know why. I love anime titties. I don't know why anime titties are just so nice. They're hilariously big. Like. Why didn't we put ass on dudes? Because let's, let's be real. Come on. A dude with a fat ass. A baseball player. Y'all seen that? My favorite picture. Every baseball player. You were talking about this once before with Captain America. Have y'all seen my butt first of all? Have y'all seen my butt? David Beckham. She said Captain America and Chris Evans. Look. I'm not a fan of that butt, but I've seen David Beckham's ass with the watch thing. I know y'all might have seen it. It's meme or whatever. 
Bitch. On Twitter said LeBron steel. James had like a dumpster for him. I saw that! Like a dumpster the one where he was squatting? Oh, yes. I'm sorry, Chris, go yeah. ahead. All right. So, <laughs> boobs versus ass. This is like a, a question among questions. You know, yeah, it, it divides like a lot of people. But for me, if I had to choose, like this is having to choose, boobs. I love me some. I love me some. Some like just tickle bitties. Tickle bitties, <laughs> oh like it. Just I. I just love them. There's something about them that just it's great. Uh, it's the same way that women look at at like dicks and stuff. No. And no. 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 Oh shit! No. I'm wrong. No. I'm wrong at that. I guess I'm wrong. We don't want to so. see. We don't want to see a dick. Okay, so it just depends <laughs> because sometimes. When have you ever seen? Have you ever seen a pretty so, dick? No. no, and not only that, but when have you ever been like, damn, send me a dick pic? No. Maybe like, okay, I want to see. So, I so, 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 so I will say, as a straight guy, as a straight guy, listen, I, I don't see what women see in it. So that's why I thought. But yeah, at the no. same time, in my head, I'm like, the, the male genitalia is literally like the worst yeah. It's not. It's not cute. It's I, not. I want to see your bulge in some gray sweatpants, but I don't want to see your. I don't want to see your dig. Yeah. It's, it's not cute. There's a difference. Yeah. She said she don't want to see that Alaskan bullworm. <laughs> <laughs> she just wants to see that bull. That's what white guy dicks look like. Pink. Uh, anyway, so so titties, so titties are so. It's, it's amazing. They are. They titties are like. Oh women with like a, a great <laughs> rack like child. it's something that like i appreciate it like i look at it i'll clap off to the side like just good stuff thanks for the boob <laughs> thank you boob. but but at the same time at the Double same boob. time at the same time just with like my situation with wings oh doesn't matter yeah, yeah. it doesn't really matter like i i if you have a great ass i'll still appreciate a great ass which one is nice to All me? bodies are beautiful. All yeah. bodies are beautiful. If you built like a wash and dryer stack combo, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. If you built like a broom, that's uh-huh. okay. Yeah, exactly. If you built like a Ford Taurus, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm built like a Ford Taurus. Have, have your self-confidence. That's what matters. So oh there, there's, there's someone out there if for you. you. Don't ever feel like that. Looking like a Chrysler, that's fine. Exactly. Uh-huh. That's looking like a PT too. Cruiser, what you Y'all, mean? Not a PT Cruiser. Speaking of, there's... Someone out there for everybody. Look, (laughs) let me give you this fucking like tea real quick. Mm -hmm. There was this one time where this one guy, I completely stopped talking because he because he pissed me off with this. Y'all know if you know me, you know I love I love wings and I'll eat wings every fucking day if I could. Mm -hmm. So we got wings right, and he was like, "Oh, you might want to stop eating like that because you're you're not gonna be skinny forever." I was like, "Oh." So guess what the fuck I did? I ate his Philly because it had mushrooms in it, and he didn't want it. So I ate that shit, and I ate my fucking wings, and I ate all my fries too. Then yeah, you fucking showed him. Then I didn't talk to him ever again. And then this <laughs> other guy was like, "You know what? If you want to work out, that's fine." But I have a little belly, y'all. It's there. All right, that's fine. We love he it. was like, he yeah. was like, he You're was also like, a hardworking woman. He, so that so, doesn't matter. Yeah, so this guy was <laughs> like, you know what? Do whatever you want to do, but don't get rid of the belly. I was like, who the fuck is this? Yes. <laughs> Turns out he was an asshole too, but for other reasons. He said, so, don't get rid of the belly. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, no, and that's but, the thing. That's why I don't feel self conscious as I do anymore, and I don't feel like I have Good. to have that's what, you know, washboard abs anymore. Yes. I was self-conscious of my own body. Honestly, I felt like I was shaped like... I honestly compared myself to a deep freezer for like (laughs) eight eight months to a year. 
And that's <laughs> also like part of the reason oh why I wear God. like sweats. I wear like sweatpants or like oversized t-shirts. Like I barely wear clothes that fit me now. And so when I finally do wear clothes that fit me, I'm like, oh shit, like, bitch, I she got a cute. body on me. Like, yeah. what do you mean? Cardi is thick, bro. So at the end of this, y'all listen, body appreciation. Yes. It doesn't matter if you have yes. a dad yes. bod, it doesn't matter if you have a six pack, boobs or ass. Just love, it love all. yourself because listen, we love you. Hey, listen, skinny, we skinny, skinny boys, we whatever you're you. doing, keep it up. <laughs> you skinny I, boys wait, with the big don't feet. Don't call them skinny boys out yeah, like yeah. that. Don't. Or the they big, know. or they the know big, big guys with the with the with the dad bods. Yo, listen, let's grab some steak, <laughs> grab some tofu if you're vegan. Uh, yo, do what you want to do. Be happy. Amen. Yay! So let's jump into the fact of the week. Heyo, Morgan, what you got? Have y'all ever heard of a moonbow? No. no. So they're rainbows that only happen at night, and um, the stipulations are. Ooh, stipulations. It has to. <laughs> I know. I have great vocabulary. <laughs> Any whom, um, the moon has to be really low in the sky. Um, it also has to be a full moon or almost full. Um, it's got to be dark. Like, the sky's got to be dark or whatever. And there have to be, like, water droplets. So, i.e. a waterfall, which is what you guys will see in the picture that pops up. So, yeah. If you ever want to see so a moon cute. bow, go somewhere maybe that it's waterfall. rained recently Where's or a that? waterfall. During a full moon, I might casually oh, no. walk to, uh, I to found that a picture on Google. Just to see it. She said she doesn't know. Like, on Bank Street. Like yeah. <laughs> she said she doesn't know. It could be. Oh. But yeah, moonbows. Look those up. They're pretty. They're really cute. The more you, the more you know. I'll go to Niagara Falls for y'all and confirm. <laughs> there we go. There, so make sure, make sure you go during a full moon. Okay. During certain like stipulations where like there's also <laughs> yeah. rain. Stipulations, I love and it. Like, I forget the stipulations. <laughs> 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 stipulations. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Let's look at the movie recommendation. All of right, the week. all right. We're still celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month. Yeah, we are. So you know, here I am with a good movie. Um, this one I rem- is in Spanish, so if you don't like subtitles, screw you, first of all. It's <laughs> not that hard to read. It's not. It's not. It's really not. So this one is in Spanish. It has subtitles, but it's great, and it's worth a watch. Um, it's called Sin Nombre, which means without a name, and it's, I hate translating from Spanish to English because it just sounds weird. Anyways, that's not the point. The point is, it's called Sin Nombre. It's about, um, two kind of like stories that are two separate stories that end up coming together. And basically what they're doing is they are traveling from the countries that they live in and trying to get to America. Um, There's a lot of situations that kind of make it hard, make it difficult. And it's only like a glance of what genuinely happens in that trip that some, a lot of people take just to get here to get a little more freedom. Um, So, um, Came out in 2009. Director is Kari Joji Fukunaga. Um, like I said, it's called Sin Nombre. Um, it's really good. You guys can find it on Amazon Prime Video, Vudu, Google Play, Movies and TV, iTunes, and YouTube. Um, I also think it's on Stars, from what I am gathering, if you have that. Um, I would rate this a 8.8. Um, solid. Yeah. I, uh, once you see this movie, you'll see that there's a lot of emotion going on. There's a lot of things that, um, you don't really see when people talk about immigrants and, um, or a lot of people that do 
uh, I don't know. It's it's just tough. It's a tough movie to watch. Um, but it's good. It's worth it. You learn a lot because, like I said, you just catch a glimpse of what people have to go through to get over here for freedom. Like I said, so definitely check it out and read your fucking subtitles, guys. Just that's it. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. All right. Really not. (laughs) Now Mm. let's jump into our music recommendation of the week, Jade. So usually I'm like, you know, got the nice vocals going on, the R and B type vibes. Well, I also like the ergly gurgly shit. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> what? You know that little screaming shit? I like it. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> I loved whenever people in school would come up to me and be like, "Do you listen to Scream Out?" <laughs> yes. Not, um, not the Pike days. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the song is called "Half" and it's by Tillian. Tillian oh, is an American I'm singer. American. <laughs> I love him. He's so fucking amazing. He's so Girl, sweet. I was in the bathroom with him the same time Isn't he at so a venue. Sweet? Okay. Yes. Um, Tillian is an American singer, songwriter, musician, and record producer born in Clearwater, Florida. He is the clean vocalist in American post-hardcore band Dance Gavin Dance, and he is classified as an experimental Dance rock, Gavin and he brings shit. attention to mental issues, oh. political issues, and he connects his fans through self-resolution and inspires us to be confident regardless of social constructs. So um, he kind of like... He breaks the mold of classic, well, not what would not classic, of the average like emo kid, if that makes sense. Like he dresses pretty normally, but like he yeah. is still very like influenced by um, modern rock and classic rock, and he's found a way to be like beautifully mend the two together. And ten out of ten recommend. He is my favorite. I didn't I realize love him. he was in Dance Gavin Dance. He I was in Dance, Dance Gavin, Gavin Dance. Dance. He's done stuff for. Um, their shows be oh I went wild. To one. I went to one. It was when it was like, it was Dance Gavin Dance and like three other people. I was just there for Care and Son of Robot. So He's like fans <laughs> of these bands, y'all. They had different breeds. Yeah. yeah. Well, you be getting hurt at these shows. There was mosh pits. Yeah, was, oh my gosh. I loved it. Okay, so one of the first times that <laughs> You'll like, leave these shows having a fucking concussion. Like, no one joke. Of, one of the first times my friends <laughs> no went joke. to um, Warp Tour, they like went into the group and- um, they thought they were getting ready to see some, like, you know, average, like, Sleeping With Sirens almost. And, like, this band comes up, and they were like, are you ready to wreck <laughs> your shit? And they just start, like, my friend, Al- Courtney, got People elbowed get kicked in the face. In the face and she's, like, like, got her friends yeah. pulling her. She's, like, 13. She's, like, dragging her across the <laughs> fucking field. She's going to hell. <laughs> I remember when they performed at the Tabernacle, and the only way how people could get out of the crowd was if they just was crowd, to crowd surf. surf. Crowd surf to the front, and the oh, security Lord. guard catches you and, like, lets you go out. Yep. Yeah, because mosh pits, like if you don't, if you don't like get out them things in, yeah. in enough time, you'll get like punched in the face. You get pushed, like. punched, kicked, shoved. That's, <laughs> I broke my finger one time. That's wild. I'm just, I just want to vibe, y'all. Oh, okay. it's so, it's. Oh, he's also in a band called. Um, well, he works with a band called Bill Murray. It's B I L M U R I. Bill Murray. Mm, my God, him. like. <laughs> And now I can't recommend them again, but you know them too. You should listen. To them. Now I want to listen to them. <laughs> All right, so uh, check them out. Music and the movie recommendation is going to be in the description. Uh, check them out. Uh, so, episode fifteen, season finale. We have Kari on. Kari, how you feeling? I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> and so you know, uh, we have you on. You uh, you you know you have your your uh, was it this. 
makeup Cos- and like cosmetic. It's a cosmetic line. Skincare. skincare. That's what's going with. Yeah. Skincare line. <laughs> Cosmetics soon to branch out into skincare. There we so. go. So there's, there's a lot to ask because like you're you're hitting different windows, yeah. and I know that it can't be easy. <laughs> And it's not. <laughs> so, so we have a couple questions that we're going to go around and ask you. Um, let's start, Morgan. Start with a uh, question you you have. You let me go first all episode. Okay. <laughs> let's see here. <clears throat> what idols in pop culture inspired you in adolescence? Um. So, one of my like. I will always say this. I don't care. I will say this until the day that I die. Miley Cyrus, really? when she came out with bangers, turned me the fuck out. Like, yeah, I still like when Miley Cyrus came out with bangers. Like, I've always been a Miley fan, and like that was something that really like influenced me to just like be like the person I am today. Just not really give a shit. Just do whatever I want. Um, another one, another, like, one of my, like, huge, like, influences, um, I guess this is, like, recently, well, I was, like, only 20 then, but then Cardi B came out, so Cardi B was, like, on this, like, power trip, and, well, not power trip, Cardi B was trailblazing, oh, my God, she was trailblazing, (laughs) and Invasion of Privacy came out, Invasion of Privacy came out on my birthday, and so did, um, so did Isolation by Caliuchis. That came out as well. And Caliuchis was also played a really big role on me now, like as a creative, especially um, Solange as well. Um, I watch when I get home for fun or like when I'm like feeling low on like creativity. Like I like to like watch that to like develop ideas and stuff. So I'm either like being a creative or just like out here just doing just being batshit crazy. <laughs> so <laughs> it's definitely a spectrum. But yeah, some between Miley Cyrus, Solange, Caluchis, Cardi B. Um How old were you the first time you saw LGBT representation? Um I honestly can't tell you except until like I think when I got a phone. And I got a phone, like, I got, like, my first phone when I was, like, 18. Like, I really didn't see it. And, like, growing up in a house, like, I didn't come out till I was 18 either. So I really didn't see it like that unless I looked for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, I mean, that, that must have been, like, really isolating. <laughs> yeah. Well, how has, being, um, how has being both, like, black and LGBT isolated you in both communities? Um, well, like, I sometimes I feel like I have three strikes. Um, so I'm... Oh. I'm gay i'm black and i'm a man so being an openly gay black man is is a little scary i do walk in fear a lot i'm gonna be honest with you guys because i just like i walk in fear but i also like don't care you know if it happens it's gonna happen Mm -hmm. um that was like actually like a really big issue that like i that was well not an issue it was more of like a battle with me on the inside because like when i announced kari cosmetics and I started realizing, like, oh, like, I was like, oh, shit, like, this is actually getting attention. I'm just like, okay, well, you know, I live in a small town. Like, these people know who I am. You know, I was scared. I was scared. And sometimes I still am. But you just got to keep going. You got to stop giving a shit. So, and I hope they know how to fight. <laughs> so, so, sort of piggybacking off of that, I have a question. Um, like, coming 
from like a black family, just a black, just a black community. Y'all, we gotta like just do better. Like I'm yeah. pretty sure that was tough. Growing up Methodist. Damn. Growing up, well, the church was Methodist from what I remember. Um, That actually, like, because I'm not really, like, a religious person. The last time I went to church was maybe in 2012. And, you know, I I just, the only reason, I'm going to be real with y'all, the only reason I went to church was because I knew there was food after. Because I did not give a fuck what was going on in that fucking room. But... Hey, the church members know how to throw down. They put their, but... they put their ankles in it. I'm going to be honest with you, but I just... Um, I just didn't want to... I didn't like that anymore. You know, I didn't... I was just like, I don't understand if this is supposed to be a place where I'm supposed to come... And, you know, y'all are my family and y'all are my friends. I don't like what you're saying. And I'm, that was when I realized, like, oh, shit, like, you don't have to listen to what people have to say if they don't Mm -hmm. like, if you don't like what they're saying. And so that and then, like, also, like, if you guys are familiar with Farrakhan or, well, Farrakhan, that was another reason that really, like, just kind of made me, like, be agnostic because I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I I was gonna say. So, what? What about like with your family? Like, how, what was that? How was? What challenges do you have like coming out to your family? Um. Well, when I first came out to my family, I came out to them in a text. My siblings always knew that I was gay. A lot of my family did know I was gay before I came out to my parents. Um, literally since I was like since I was a kid. Um, my grandmother, she knew I was gay. She would always like get on to my dad and stuff for like my dad being hard on me. And um, <clears throat> just, I didn't really have an issue with my family, but I had an issue with my parents. Mm. And, like, I think it took them, like, a second to, like, adjust to it. Because my dad was like, oh, he was like, well, I'm still your dad. So I was like, oh, okay. So now I joke with him about being gay. Because I'd be like, y'all know y'all not getting kids, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> no, no grandbaby. <laughs> I, like, I joke, I joke about it now mm-hmm. because I, I – I think it's funny, but I mean, I couldn't joke about, I wasn't in a place to joke about it as well. So I didn't say anything until I was 18 because I was like, Hey, like you can kind of be on your own. Now you have your own car. Like I was prepared to move out. I was prepared to get kicked out and everything. I had money saved up because I was like, Oh shit. Like if I come out to my parents, you know, I didn't know how they were going to act, but I was like, my shit's in my name. So (laughs) (laughs) I was like, uh, I mean, I was ready for whatever, but this is like a sort of extra question, but it's like it's extending off of that. What would you say to kids that are like going through that right now? Um, kids who are going through that right now, please, 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 please don't come out until you're ready. Like if you're not ready to come out, don't feel pressured because your friends are out to their parents or, you know, that's what's going on right now. If you feel like you're not in a safe enough place to do that, or if you're not in a good enough spot with your parents, like, please do not feel the need that you need to come out. Um, Please make sure that you're prepared. Like, I hate to say, like, just, I hate to say that you need to prepare, but just in case anything happens, make sure that you can have a a friend's house to go to. Make sure that you have money saved up just in case anything happens, because you really don't know, and 
parents will switch up on you yes. if that yes. happens. So it's scary. I'm thankful to have parents who were able to deal with it because I'm their child. So, and not a lot of people get that. Yeah, and like I dealt with the flip <laughs> side of that, like coming out early. Well, I didn't have the opportunity to come out. People did it for me. So like, yeah, like, no, most definitely I second that notion. Make sure you're in a place where you're comfortable. Also, why are gay people the only people who have to come out? Just a point. Yeah. Okay. Mom, dad, I'm, I'm straight. straight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, so I literally came out. Well, no, like, that's the thing. It's like, I... I came out in a family group chat. And I think I it's ridiculous that kids it. have to, like, exactly. worry about yeah. that. Why yeah. do you have yeah. to... Like, if you bring... So, like, Although, I, TBH, I haven't come out in my whole family about being bi. I'm baby, sure you know that baby gay. <laughs> You know that baby's gay. Stop. Please. My mom knows. See, no, but, no, but, but you said that. So, like, there, there's uh, family members that know. Family yeah. members that are like, all right, like, I can see it. Like, I understand it. I accept it. Yeah. But, like, unfortunately, like, I, I guess it's because it's, like, the direct parents that may be, like, a different. Because, like, I'm, yeah. I don't have children yet. Like, I I can't see it until I have children. But I, I know my heart of hearts that the way I am, like, I'll accept my, my children for whatever they are. But, like, I know that's just, it's, like, it's different generations. It's, like, just different upbringings. But... Uh, it's still a conversation that people still have to have now. I had to have this conversation with, at my old, this was my last job, the job before that job. <laughs> um, this is, I worked for like a swim for, a swimwear like influencer, not influencer name, whatever. I'm not going to say their name. Yeah, I, you don't have to, yeah. But, um, I mean, I can't because I didn't sign on NDA. But, anywho, <laughs> um, the, the one of the ladies who worked there actually was just like, um, I was like folding up the swimsuits or whatever, and she's asked me multiple times, and she was like, "So when did you know you were gay?" Um, oh she was God. like, "So nothing about this, nothing about this is attractive to you. Um, how do your parents feel and about you being gay what? and things like that?" Even at my first job when I was sixteen, my manager asked me. If I was molested as a child, ask me if I was molested as a child because she said, I, she said, well, Ooh. I was molested as a child because she said, I'm not gay. She said, but I'm not gay. So, and we all know her at this table. <laughs> so, I, I got, I got, some we more all questions. know her. We all know her at this table. We're still not going to say names, but <laughs> um, that was something that was asked. Um, they was like, oh, you know, we how to make a gay person match. Just tell them they're going to hell. They said that in front of me. Uh, I was 16. Who said that in front of you? We're not dropping names. <laughs> we're, not we're not dropping not, names. We're not dropping names, but this was my manager at my first job when I worked with y'all. You know who it is. We've had this discussion before. I worked with, yeah. her. I worked with her, too. Oh, so. I think she knows, she knows who it is. Yeah. yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's 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 move on. Let's move on. <laughs> let's let's, let's yeah. change gears. Let's let's talk about your cosmetic line. Yay! So, <laughs> so, so, uh, like, so I, you know, just coming off of like, just uh, you know, I'm black. You're black. Like, I want to know what is it like being a black male in the cosmetic industry? Because I'm sure, like, it's you're 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 jumping into an industry that. Once again, representation isn't really there. Yeah. Uh, what's it like? It feels great. It feels great. Um, I definitely, like, I feel like some, I feel some type of pressure. Um, I also, it also makes me be very careful about what I put out there. 
Um, I try my hardest to just take every everyone into consideration when like putting things out. I also do what I want to do, but I also want to take make sure that everyone gets the same thing. Um, so me being in that industry, I don't have a lot of people to look up to, especially black owned cosmetics line, mm-hmm. cosmetics lines, because the only ones I can really just think of is like people like Pat McGrath, uh, Fenty Beauty, Rihanna, Beauty Bakery. Um, I don't even know about Beauty Fire. Bakery. <laughs> well, Beauty Bakery. And then as far as gay men, um, the only guys that I've seen, the only guys that I've seen who are like really big right now are <laughs> we know Miss Star. <laughs> so oh. we've seen, you know, all I've seen is that. And then obviously there's Patrick Star, Trixie Mattel, Trixie Mattel. Bretman. There's people like that, Bretman, um, Louis Castro, mm-hmm. and all them. And I'm just like, I know. I said, I know I'm not the only one out here who I know I can't be the only me. So if I know that I'm not the only me, I want to be the person that's going to open up the door for a lot of me's to come through and do what it is because there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of talented people out there that don't get the representation that they deserve mm-hmm. or don't get the they just don't get the attention that they deserve and I'm not an MUA I'm not anything like that but I love makeup so if I can open up that door or just be that simple connect to help these people get out there I'm gonna do it if I'm able to do it, I'm gonna do it. I love that. So, <laughs> all right, Velvet. So yes, going off that, which kind of like already gives us insight on where this question is or where this answer is going. But like, so what exactly? And it's weird, like hearing me ask this because <laughs> I was like kind of there through the beginning, and it's so weird. Oh, I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm so happy right now. Okay, like what? made you start this and how did you start like your whole from the beginning so i've always since i've been a kid it's always been a dream of mine to literally it sounds like a linkedin uh <laughs> a linkedin video <laughs> but since i've been a kid i've always wanted to have like a brand and i've always wanted to do something under like the cosmetics or like the cosmetology umbrella so that's always been in the back of my head I was in high, it was my senior year of high school, and I remember Kylie Jenner came out with the glosses video, and I was all for it. I was like, look, I said no. I said, me and her about the same age, too. I said, oh, I'm about to get to work. <laughs> so it was always an idea of mine. I always thought I had to be rich, or I always thought I had to be famous in order to start these things. And then my first, my first year of college, um... I met my teacher, and she was like, oh, I had a, like, makeup line when I was younger or whatever. And I was like, what? And, like, it was like a light went off, and I got to work. And, like, I always, like, I was always the person. I was like, I'm going to start a cosmetics line. And, like, I talked about it so much, like, I felt like people, like, were not listening to me anymore (laughs) because they was like, he's just talking shit. He not going to do it or whatever. So then, um... I really didn't have any guidance when I did do this. So I was like, okay, well, all I knew was you need to go out. You need to find a manufacturer. You need to do what you need to do. And my teachers, I'm so thankful for them. It was Miss Kimball and um, <laughs> Miss Evans yes. and Miss Pat. And those three, it was 
those three advisors, also Miss Rollins, they all like they was like, okay, we'll help you. So by this time, it was my second semester. I already got my financial aid refund, and I was like, look, I have this amount of money. I said, this is the manufacturer I want to go through, but they said I can't do anything. Could you please fall over these credits to show that I'm in school for this industry? Because how it works with manufacturers or how it works with like people like that, you have to – vendors versus manufacturers, if you sign up with a manufacturer, you have to show that you're either working in the industry or that you have like a business because mm. they will not talk to you. And so I was lucky enough to be able to do that and then eventually be able to start my own business. But by, I want to say January, like I had this idea and then I was like working on it. And like, even like, I was like, hey, Velvet, I was like, try out these lipsticks and tell me what you think about them or whatever. Yeah, I, remember, <laughs> I remember I used to post like, I used to post pictures on Instagram and like, like I would be wearing the lipstick or anything, but I wouldn't say anything yeah. about it. And like, and like people would be like, "Oh, that lipstick is so cute," and I'm just like, "I can't say anything about yeah. it." Yet. I even oh. like, I was like, "Okay, so go." Where, I said, "You're going out tonight." I said, "Wear this and tell me how long it how long it lasts." And once I realized that I had like a nice product, I said, "Oh, I said I can do something with this." And so by April first, it was Easter. I was like, the Easter Bunny has something for y'all. I remember the post and everything. <laughs> I was like, the Easter Bunny, it was April 1st, 2018. So um, I was like, the Easter Bunny has something for y'all. It was my birthday. It was my 20th birthday. And Kari Cosmetics was announced. And by, like, I want to say the end of May, beginning of June, I was already live on my um on my website there is a downside to that what's up um i rushed so much so much when i started kari cosmetics and um i like would set like these crazy deadlines for myself i was always stressing out about like my different deadlines i had too much inventory i was just ordering off of i wasn't going by how many orders I was getting. I was going off of what I was seeing. So it went from ordering all this inventory to, okay, you got inventory sitting here and you need to get rid of it. And then I was also making so much money at one time, I thought it was going to happen all the time. So I was spending my money just as fast as I make it, and I had to learn not to do that. So on top of you know having a decent business, I was also in college still, and I was also working, and I was doing, like, little pop-up events, like, in the middle of that. Boy, (laughs) I was doing so much at one time, and I just, I don't know, like, I had to take a break because I was Mm -hmm. so tired all the time from doing all these different things, and... um, That was a burnout. Yeah, yeah, I was burnt out. I was burnt out for sure, and then... I took, like, I took a break. I took a really long break. And when I was taking that break, I kind of just made the decision to just, like, hang everything up. So I was, like, doing, like, these big sales to, like, clear out um, to clear out my, like, inventory. And I was just, like, I'm just going to start over. And I was, like, this maybe this isn't it, and I need to do something else. So, um. While all that was happen, happening, um, I'm very thankful for the friends that I have in my life. 
thank you guys so much for being so supportive and wanting me to wanting to see me succeed because Aww. they were literally like, no, like you have like you you have a good product that was like, no, like you can't do this. And then um, so I was just like, uh, you know, I was like, OK, like whatever. And then um, I actually met my best friend, Raul. And so then once I met Raul and, like, I was, like, kind of talking to him about, like, my cosmetic signs and, like, different things like that, he was, like, oh, and, like, he finally saw it. Um, it could have, I feel like, I don't know, he just, he he cared. And me growing up with the friends that I've had, you know, it's, I'm very thankful to have a group of friends that want to see everybody win because I promise you, at one point in my life, I didn't have that. That's a, yeah, it's a big difference. I didn't yeah, have that. And so huge. I just, I don't know. I just was like, okay, like, okay, well, Kari, take your time. Mm-hmm. Take your time and do it. And, like, I've been working on things since the beginning of January. Obviously, COVID had, had paused it, and I'm glad COVID did pause it because it gave me time to do research on, like, things, and especially with the subscribers list with the new domain with managing all these different things from one platform. I'm able to do that and I'm not stressed out. And one thing that I really like made myself, one thing that I really made myself do, I stopped doing deadlines. Y'all are going to get it when I, when y'all, I really, I was like, look, I was like, they're going to get it when they get it. And Mm -hmm. I know that, it's a good product. I'm never going to put out anything that's shitty. I was like, if I ever get anything, people will text me and be like, okay, like, my palette got delivered, and this was cracked. I was like, okay, do you want me to refund you, or do you want me to replace it? I even, like, called the manufacturer one day because I was like, hey, there's scratches on the bottles. I was like, I don't want to sell these. I'm at an event. And they, like, credited me all these things back. So I really care about it now. Like, this is... Kari Skin is literally my kid. And I literally was going back and forth with myself these last couple of months about naming it Skin because I was like, I don't think they're going to understand. And I was like, no, like, you got this. I was like, I want to do a new logo. I want to do a new name. And I was like, I just want it to be, I want it to be me again. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I literally will be up late at night, like, sending, like, velvet <laughs> pictures. I'm like, look at this. Do you like this flyer? Do you like this or whatever? And if... Truly, if it wasn't for them, I don't know what I would be doing with my career right now because I I was ready to give up. I was ready to give up. I was just like, look, like this was fun while it lasted, but I'm going to have to figure some shit out. Yeah. And then they were just like, no. They <laughs> was like, you're good at this. So they was like, continue. And I did. Thank yeah. you guys so much. Shout out to Tay and Raul. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Tay and Raul. Literally, I talk <laughs> about Tay all the time, and Tay literally changed my life. I talk about her all the time. She literally changed my life. Me too. It was <laughs> obviously <laughs> like she changed our lives. And when I met Tay, I just ended like a toxic friendship of like five or six years. I didn't want to be friends with nobody. I didn't want to talk to nobody. I was self-isolating. Like I was having a really hard time. I wanted to die. And I met this girl and like she gave me a reading. And like, I don't know. Like it's just I literally like fell in love with Tay. Like literally our friendship 
I don't, she's such a great person. She's literally like this light, you know, that you want in your life. And she wants to see you just, she wanted to see me win. And I was just like, I love this. And she was setting me up for success. So I'm so thankful for her. So shout out to Tay. Shout out to Raul for setting me up for success as well. I can't wait to conquer New York with him. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited. I have have two things to sort of like pull out of that and like just reinforce to our listeners. I think you did, you did two like really important things. Um, One, you hit a point where you took your mental health, like super serious, like deadlines, uh, being in toxic friendships, um, all of that takes a toll. I know a lot of people, they feel like they could be super man, super woman, but you, I mean, you have to focus on like your mental psyche. Like it's, once that falls apart, literally everything is downhill. So, you know, kudos to you, shout out to you for like seeing that, taking the time off, because a lot of people don't, a lot of people destroy themselves for that. So, I want to applaud that y'all listen to like that story right there. Like, like y'all, if you need the time off, take the time please off. Take please take the time. I had a job for two days and quit because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I said, oh no. But I've once you realize that you have that power to control your space and you can you can control what it is that's stressing you out. It's okay to walk away from things mm-hmm. if you're not feeling good. Like, yeah. literally, I think it was a quote from last week where you were like, don't stress about things you have no control over. Mm-hmm. Like, you have control over what's going on around you and who you interact with and stuff like that. Like, that's important. And that's something Tay also taught me. Shout out to you. Yeah. Again, if you're listening to this, I fucking love you because, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, like. We fucking love you. Yeah, like, that's something you really need to take into consideration. Like, the people that you let into your space, the mm-hmm. people that, like, if they're being negative with you, that's draining you. And in fact, in return, yes. And in return, it's making shit worse for yourself and for the other people around you that aren't in that negative space, like, et cetera, et cetera. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's all one big circle. It is. It really, really is. is. Like you said it. Energy is transferable. So, like, if you're, for one, if you're the person that's spreading the energy, but like not reciprocating the energy, like I understand. Like some people, are like, well, I don't do it to get the energy back. No, like, still, you can't be the, you can't be the only battery when there's supposed to be multiple batteries. Yeah. Like, it, you have to have like a support system, and when you have that support system. Especially after being beaten down for so long. Yes. You can't push yourself and try to put someone else at the same time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so definitely, like, if, if, if you don't have it, don't be afraid to search for it. Don't be afraid to put yourself out there to network, um, go to random things. Me going to a, uh, a Black Lives Matter rally. God is here. That yeah. got this circle together. And, you know, Isn't it funny it's funny how stuff works. It's, out? yeah. So, you know, <laughs> muck luck. It's the silver lining of like unfortunate events. You can pull something great out of it. Uh, so, you know, it was, un, it was out of an unfortunate event. But at the same time, I took the silver lining. I met some really dope ass friends. Uh, we started something great. And y'all are doing great, by the way. Thank you. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> y'all literally completing a season. Like, a lot of people start podcasts and just be like, and y'all have been consistent with it. So I'm really, like, I'm really Aww. proud of y'all. Thank you. Thank you. I've been watching. So I've been really proud of y'all. And um, 
It's, I think it's been very interesting watching your career grow from, like, outside looking in because I wasn't, like, we weren't as close in school yeah. or anything like that. Like, we talked here and there, um, but it's just kind of, like, I would see you post about it and I would, like, share it because, like, any queer person in the industry, <laughs> like, I want to support. In Pike County? Yeah, especially <laughs> coming from Pike <laughs> yeah. Like, all bullshit aside, like, any LGBT person who starts a company, no matter what it is, I try to, like, bring up and talk about yeah. it, especially it's from the same hometown. So, like, seeing your growth and, like, you taking it more and more seriously and, like, kind of fully committing to it. Because, like, I've seen you even post as you took your break, like, this isn't over. Yeah. Um, and you, like... I was like, I'm that, taking like, a break. <laughs> yeah, once you developed a following, that following saw you bring up the fact that you took time off of that because a part of your dream goal was having stable mental health. Yeah. That's so, super important. Yeah, yeah. I talk about it. Like, I'll be like, hey, you know, I'm taking a break. My mental health isn't good. And please, it can get, it can eat you up on the inside. Take a break if you need to. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where you work. It doesn't matter what you do. If you need a break, burnout's real. You can get stressed out. I was working at one point, I was working two jobs over the summer. And I couldn't even, I didn't even have the energy to hang out with my friends. I would literally go to the house and sleep. <laughs> so please take a break. Your mental health is important. That's it, all. It, is, <laughs> I, it, just, it speaks well, it speaks wonders, especially to me. Like I've, and, and like I, I won't go into it now, but like I've been in that predicament yeah. where like. Minorities, I feel like minorities as and well also don't really like to acknowledge mental health because my mm -hmm. mom was like, depressed? Ain't <laughs> nothing what? wrong with you. That's all in your head. Pray, pray. Let's, let's pray on it. <laughs> let's pray on oh it. Oh, my God. Let's do this. I said, girl. That's just the enemy. I was like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, just, that's just the enemy that's tugging just, at your spirit. That's oh all that is. Oh, my God. I was, <laughs> I was like, my best. I'm 14 years old and my best friend just passed. How am I going to cope with white what do you mean? Oh, just life life goes on. Just get over it, you know. And just get over just it. Get just get over literally. That was like, oh well, how do you know that you're depressed or whatever? I was like, okay, you're seeing a decline in my grades, you know. You're just <laughs> seeing all these things. Little hints, but they're there. But, I wonder. But it's hard because you know you get told you just think that you got to be this strong person all the time, and you just. Got to deal with your emotions on the side. And that was what I used to think was the okay thing to do. It's toxic. And yeah. Yeah. no, if, I, if I'm if i sad, I'll literally be like, I'm sad today. And I'm not going nowhere. <laughs> so, and, and I feel like that's something that black people, we have to tackle. We have to tackle mental health. Uh, black men. Like, it's okay to talk about your feelings. Like, it's okay if you feel a certain type of way. Like, having the conversation is all right. Like, bunching it in, like, that's not okay. And then just, just men in general. Like, there's a long way. We have a long way to go. Um, and, like, just me working on the show. Like, I, you know, always hear things on the internet, talking to people, talking to women. They're like, you know, men ain't shit, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> and... Sorry. After doing a season of That's Unfortunate, y'all, we ain't shit, but let's change that narrative. Let's be, let's like become better. Let's do better. Uh, let's change the narratives. Let's, let's do it. Also, with everything that's going on in the world, please take your, please take care of your mental health. Mm -hmm. Um, cause I've been looking, 
I told y'all, like, I had a whole breakdown two or three days ago because I just kept, it's, you can't escape it, mm-hmm. you know, just because you want to break from it doesn't mean that you're not acknowledging what's happening in the world. But when you're a part of when you're a part of it, it can get to you. So yeah. So we're gonna wrap this up for our season finale. Whoa. Oh wait. No, whoa. I'm just saying whoa because oh. the fact that we're, it's like a season. I don't know. Yeah. So <laughs> whoa. Like yeah. I said, we are coming back better, stronger. Um, I'm gonna be leveling up in the background with some production skills and everything. So you're gonna know, you're gonna see some some cool, some new things. Uh, like I said, follow us on social media: Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok. If it doesn't go away or whatever's going on with TikTok, TikTok question mark. <laughs> but yeah, we are we're still gonna be answering questions. We're still gonna be posting. We're still gonna be just in, uh, engaging with you guys. So we just want to hear from you. Uh, before I let you guys go for season one, you already know Mama Z got us got us with another quote. Another one. Another one. All right, y'all. You are your greatest motivator, your greatest influence, your greatest lover. Don't rely on anyone else to feed your soul the way you should be fucking feeding it. Yes. <laughs> so. Take that, like, as it is. There's a lot that's in this that I know for me, I had to personally tell myself that I had to rise from the ashes. I had to want to become greater. And I had to pick myself out of depression. You can't depend on friends to do it. You can't depend on someone swooping down to save you out of it. You have to want it. And that worked for me. I hope it works for you. And I hope that... You tune in for season two. Yes. That's unfortunate. Kari, where can I find you? Oh, you guys can find me on Instagram again at offkari or of Kari, O-F-K-A-R-A-I. You can also follow my business Instagram at Kari Koskin, K-A-R-A-I-C-O-S-K-I-N. I think I spelled that right, but if I didn't, I'm very sorry. It's in the description. <laughs> if, y'all, if y'all have Hulu, watch The Handmaid's Tale, because that bitch that Trump is trying to um, get into the Supreme Court, she's got mad Handmaid's Tale vibes. Yeah. And not in a good We don't need Gilead, please. <laughs> uh, much love, guys. We appreciate everything. Uh, share the content. Like the content. Uh, talk to us. Be in the DMs. Everything, even my DMs, I take that back. I'm like, wow. I'm like, y'all, if you want to vent, whoa, I'm here for you. I'm at the here's the thing, I'm at the mental space where like, okay, yeah, I could, I could, I could talk okay. to people, I could help people out. Message him. Oh, oh, so now Morgan's like, yeah, fuck y'all. <laughs> my DMs are filtered, but I do check them. So yes. can I can't hit. even afford to get my own therapy, like y'all. And that's okay, and that's okay. <laughs> it's unfortunate. But that's okay. <laughs> that's and with, unfortunate. And with that, we are out for another season. We will see you in season two. Yay. Fall. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> it's-